National Weather Service partner Mark Search and Rescue Search and Rescue Pilachtoka <laughs> Kuskokfim unum kaisin ayokuchanik chikum. A chamkanh pakahanaitoka. Huing asutoi jalikat muntingshunga. Anyak, um, Russian mission. Wat muntukangihinahamit kisuki. A domhtaituk. I was so surprised that there's no water. Um, San Paratot na launa tingunai. Um, Kuskokwe Miloni, a Ungat Muntings Husi Nut Wat Muchluting, Kuskokwe Pianganunt Kisuting, Tamakan Sitoi Katmun, a Kawa with Hatwater on and Kisuting, Yubrikaluku, um, a Kogak Tangwakalukum Risklukusupisum Tni, a Wani Tuntutu Larmit Akatnia Kailin Rame. Um, Paisham nuni tamani makuitauk. A token toy ayakuluni chikuruluni ukatmun. A muhtaunan toy. A taim tanghosakmuni. A chikumam tutache unap tanghluku tanghtuta. Am imurnaikluku. Um, Takukli, Kufkarakluni Piguni, I pagni, Chutarluniuna, Yachuksunakoka, Tak Tangluku, a Takuam toy, like, like I said earlier, Markam Sutangsho, um, there's no water, Muhtaituk, a Nunam Togum Kanga on the underground. I saw a lot of water on the ground, but it's, I don't know. Um, ukut totentoy na pitak kliku. Ah, unnokokan ukut ta. Um, National Weather Service sa tingaw hagluting unnokumi. Ah, kafe ra kada report ta kliting pichi kut afternoon na mihotin kuywa na klagmi. Um, mumihtak kliku pishat kalakshat kaisun unnum kuyum ayokutan kpek kliting pichi kuta. I'll have uh, start with you, Mark, and go around. Uh, introduce yourselves and 
What good guys you guys are, you know. Maybe we should start with Earl. <laughs> get the ice report from oh, Cody. Earl, Earl too. Earl, Earl, you're you're there. Yeah. Good morning from uh, Cody, Alaska. Down yeah. here, it's raining since I got here. Uh, no ice in the river out there. It's kind of summer right here. Mark. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, good afternoon, everybody. I I hope uh, that there's people listening and. KYK 6:40 a.m. is down, and and people in the village has been telling me they don't get the FMs so yeah, well. Some of them. Yeah, but um, you could still listen on the internet if you can afford the data. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we made a, a what may be a record river survey yesterday. Uh, Thanks to the National Weather Service River Watch program in, invited us along. And uh, they asked us where we wanted to go, and we said everywhere. So uh, we flew first down to the lower river to find out where the end of the Kuskokwim River ice is. And it was right, the end of it is right there uh, by the north end of Eek Island. Uh, that was exciting for me. Uh, I never. We always look for the end of the ice during freeze up, but that was the first time looking for it in the spring. And then from there we uh, we went all the way up to Stony River and picked up uh, local observer Andrew Gusty Jr. and we went f even further up, all all the way up to Devil's Elbow and back. So it was a long day in the air, you know, probably including the stops for fuel in Aniak and to pick up Andrew and drop him off, you know, seven hours or so. Um, but boy, what did we see? Yeah. And and we learned a long time ago in search and rescue, it's always good to get up in the air. That gives you one view. But it's also very valuable to have the observations from on the ground. So you put the two together and you get a really accurate picture of what's going on. So. Even though we saw a huge part of the the river yesterday, we still need people to call in and tell us what they're seeing right there in front of them. So, yeah, we look forward to the calls this afternoon. Koyana Mark and you, sir. Hi there. Good afternoon. I'm John Ostman Ostman I'm from uh, the National Weather Service. I'm a hydrologist with the Alaska Pacific River Forecast Center. This is uh, my second year uh, out here flying on the. Kuskokwim um, for Riverwatch. Mm -hmm. And you, sir? Good afternoon. My name is Kyle Van Pearson. I also work with Johns with the uh, River Forecast Center. And uh, this is my second year on Riverwatch, river but first year on the Kuskokwim. Last year I got to fly the Upper Yukon mm -hmm. from Eagle down to that Stevens. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit different. Yeah, it's even solid over. Look, look solid over in Yukon, too. Eagles so, should be breaking up any time, and yeah. they have a flood watch out right now. Yeah, that's way up, way up. Yeah, even even in Nikolai, that uh, that that area is starting to rot. Uh, we have our first caller from Crooked Creek, Wasley. Good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon. This is Wasley from Crooked Creek. Hi, Wasley. Welcome, Hi, yeah. We've been missing you. I haven't heard from you in a long time. I was thinking about yeah. you when we flew by Crooked yesterday. Oh, yeah. Well, most of the creeks here are pretty much 
got the water and the ice is lifting up. And the uh, other side of the river is starting, maybe about four feet around the corner. I could see from here, four or five feet out from the shore. And and the town side is like starting to get the water. I just got back from Bethel yesterday and uh, I was looking at those creeks coming up and come across the little walk and a squall up and there was lots of water inside the creeks even up here too. And the ice is pretty much lifting up, drying out on top, but still slippy wet yet on, on top. Your, uh, your, we noticed yesterday that your Crooked Creek, the the creek they call Crooked Creek, is cleared yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there. Uh, some places up in between, probably there's some ice jam up there. Uh huh. Do you guys yeah, so. after it clears out? Do you guys run run up it with boat? Looks like you could go a long yeah. ways back there. It, it drops fast and get shallow fast mm. and but when the ice started running it started coming up and that's when we start going up the creek again mm. oh yeah the, water, the water, water backs up in there uh. yeah. uh-huh. yeah. and the creek is coming up I could I went over to the bridge and my friend said it came up and a half by their place this morning and I put a marker earlier morning about maybe by 10 30 11 see how much it'll come up tonight or so mm-hmm. check it out mm-hmm. in the morning so when you're flying up again this way mark i don't know whenever they invite me <laughs> uh, they had room yesterday and I, I was really glad to, to jump in with them and uh, yeah we noticed there's yeah there's still you know, a lot of snow on the ground and on the in the hills in your country, uh, but it, like, like it's melting really slowly, huh? Yeah, it's melting. And, and maybe that's what's helping helping keep things down right now. Is uh, you know we've been worried about yeah. with this late late cold weather that all of a sudden it would get warm very fast, and all that snow would turn into water and hit the river and move the ice too soon. Wh- what do you think? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. But right now the water, you know, we could see where the where the water froze, you know, uh-huh. how, how high it was during freeze up, and the water yeah. water level is still way below where it was at freeze up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Wesley. Yeah, maybe uh, you can let us know. Uh, are people still traveling on the river, yes or no? And is your community prepping for, for high water? Nobody hasn't traveled in the river anymore. Okay, so it's good. And how about your community? I remember uh, that big ice jam down there by Rabbit Island, and it caused you guys big problems years back and bloodiness. Is your community uh, prepping for high water? Or? Uh, yeah. Most likely after the ice starts shifting. When okay, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> we just want to make sure, you know, everybody's aware of what's happening. People are preparing yeah, just in case. So. But 
Everybody's all keeping an eye on it. On the high water. Yeah, for our for our listeners that may may not have been to Crooked Creek before, uh, there at Crooked Creek there's hills on both sides of the river, and when there's an ice jam, the water has no place to spread out like down here, where it can go out to yeah. the tundra. Up there, it, 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 can, it only goes up, and when it goes up, it goes up very fast. Yeah, it does back up fast from these two creeks and. We were looking at the George River yesterday, and you know, not much water coming out of it yet. Um, th- does the George River have much impact on on you guys's area when it starts throwing water? Mm-hmm. You, go- you guys have any have questions for for Wesley? Um, the only question I have is that you said that the water um, had come up about a, one and a half feet, um, and I think you were talking about Crooked Creek and not the Kuskokwim. Yeah, yeah. okay. the creek. Great. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, guys. Excuse me. You have a question for... No, that was great. Thank you. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, calling in. Hey, uh, yeah, when's your next call? Yeah, when's your next call? Report. Um, we're we're kind of hoping to have it uh, by by weekly, uh, oh, okay. once a week. But the River Watch itself by the National Weather Service is every day at five minutes in the morning, and then we, it's going to be translated in the afternoon. Into your pick. Mm-hmm. About uh, oh. that's about eight forty-five every morning. Yeah, yeah, eight, yeah, yeah eight, eight forty, eight forty-five. Right are are right you there. able to get KYUK in any way up there? Only, only by internet. No, no radio station up here. Only we get KSKO for grass. Uh-huh. Yeah, we could. Uh, heard them this morning about uh, McLeod and McGrath ice. Holding it, yeah. We we have a caller trying to call us from McGrath, but the cell service is down there right now. I, I did want to give you a heads up a little bit about Oshkawalik. Um, that of all the tributaries we saw yesterday below Crooked, that one that one had maybe the highest water, not very high, not over the bank, but you know the gra- uh-huh. the gravel bars were covered and there was uh, some water up in the in the willows a little bit, but. Uh, yeah, it, most of it is cleared out. It was just it, it's packed full ice in the first couple of bins. Yeah. Um, I brought the pictures with me that we took yesterday, so I, I'm able to look at them while we talk. So Osquatch uh-huh. will be, if it's not by now, it, it it'll be completely ice free pretty soon. Okay. E, uh, do, oh, okay. do you have anything else, King? Are you done? Yes. Yeah, we we have another caller online, Utakalagam, from Lower Kaliskag, Walter Morgan. Good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon. The happy fisherman, you still monarching? Yeah, I can. I'm scared to it. It's <laughs> opening too fast. Yeah. 
So in the last, you know, since I talked to you guys, holy cow, right down here, Old River, and uh, we couldn't even get to your uh, the sawmill site down there because there's holes in the ice now. So we're going to go down and Nyuk and fish around Ockham's, but we couldn't even make it down. It, it's rapidly going. It's, you know, a lot of slush on top and all oh, where there's sand, there's holes all over the place. And this one right out here, we were driving down, going to the old river. We couldn't make it that way. It got current and it's open. I, I couldn't believe how fast it's going. It, it's really going rapidly fast, the top anyway. Uh-huh. It looked like the bottom. So And water, you know, it's really brown water. That's the one that's really eating the ice. And I went back in the woods yesterday, checked for dry wood. And, you know, where I was walking in deep snow, it's only about a foot now. Mm. And it was four feet of snow uh, about four days ago. So it, that snow is really melting really fast. So I think we're going to get a lot of water really fast because everything's melting quick, you know. Yeah, one, one good thing yesterday during our flight, we, we may gave uh, special attention to looking at the condition of the ice in the Old River. And the Old River ice is um, very much more rotten than the main Kuskokwim. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple of bends in, uh, towards the upper end that are a little bit solid yet, but... The majority of the old river looked like it's uh, uh, rotting in place and probably gonna gonna help out that way. Yeah, it, you know, I went to it and uh, where it looked white, I thought it was good ice. I broke through, mm-hmm. so it, it even though it looked white from the air, it, it's it's thin. Great. So, yeah. How about and, um? And on the graded road to Anyak too, it was uh, wa- water was on top of the graded road, and it was brown water running on it. Yeah. We saw you know, that, like yeah. Running water. I that thought it was. So I thought it was frozen. I thought it went through already. Yeah, that Anyak River water when it cut cut down in front of town, and then where it, when it hit the ice road by the barge landing, it started following it. We were we were looking at that. Yeah, it, even right up here by Butt Hill, it, it just, it's going to open up quick, I think, you know, it, it don't look very good, it's really slushy. Uh, where we're fishing across by the fish camps, it's about maybe two feet, it was, you know, and now it's probably only a foot, mm. right by the beach, so it, it's going quick, this brown water's really eating that ice. Yeah, and w- one th- another thing we noticed yesterday is uh, there's somebody uh, staying in the Goyak's old fish camp once. Uh, oh, that that was, I think he's back now, James. Mm. Uh, he was going to build a little cabin there. I think he went back to Marshall or he's, he's back to the village now. No, they told us he's still there and it looked like... We didn't actually see him, but it looked like there had been fresh activity around there. Um, oh, I thought he was back here. I didn't know he was there. 
So, because I see a snow machine uh, by Bimbo's yesterday, his brother Bimbo. Mm. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, even, I'll, I'll check, though. Yeah, let us know um, so we can keep an eye on him. But he should be good there, you know, there's Yeah, there's I went up ground. there and tie our cabin, so I right across him, so. Mm. But that part, seemed like that elbow there looked pretty white. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is, it is. And uh, these guys, th- these River Watch guys, actually just got off the plane from flying up to Aniak, and maybe they could talk a little bit more about Kalskag Aniak today. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> we're seeing oh. exactly what you're talking about. Oh, oh we're seeing um, really what you're talking about, which uh, there's a lot of brown water that was channeled um, into the ice road mm-hmm. uh, right right, uh, and uh, off of Butt Hill, um, and, and in that region, you know, is something that we noticed. Um, there's, uh, and, and, and the, the ice does look like it's kind of rotting. It, it, it looks, yeah. it doesn't yeah, look it, very solid through yeah, that reach. Yeah, it's eating right through that. It got curved, you know, so. And the sun kind of warms it up too. That brown water gets really warm. Yeah, the and the and the shallow places too warm up faster. Yeah, sandbars. Yeah, yeah, that that warm water comes out of those creeks. You know, all that sun warm it up. It comes out way warmer than the river. So, you got you got anything for him? I was just gonna say, you know, get get close to the mark. You were commenting pretty much the whole flight of how low the river was. You're looking at sandbars that were exposed and how low the, the water was, which is surprising me because, you know, you're saying there's still a lot of snow coming down. So I think the uh, this prolonged, very gradual warm-up is favoring yeah. us. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It's riding the ice out before the a huge pulse of meltwater comes yeah, down. Yeah, that's what I was hoping for. I, 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 know, I keep you hoping know, that that's what will back, happen. Aniac Aniac, one time it was way down low, <laughs> and that night it came up, you know, 20 feet just, yeah. you know, in a wink. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, you'll get a whole bunch. There's a lot of water, especially Aniac River will put a lot of water out. An- another danger with a low water breakup, too, is the ice, when it jams, jam, yeah. it jams to the bottom, and it plugs it. It's just like turning off the faucet. The water can't go anywhere except over the bank or up. Yeah. So we, we, yeah, we're we're not uh, letting our breath out. Yet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have we have another caller online waiting. Okay. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Hey, Walter, are are you? Do you have KYUK? You you should listen yeah, to this we'll next caller. We're pulling it up on the computer. Okay. Here, this next caller is a good one. He. he Go ahead. Right, thank you. Yeah. We have a caller from McGrath. Good afternoon. Turn on. Dosu. McGrath caller? Oh. They're having. Mark, uh, I think Brett, he's been having a hard time getting through. Yeah, keep he's trying, Brett. He's uh, having difficulty. You can't hear me? Yeah. There he is. Yeah, they, we there have. Brett, you can hear you. Okay, I'll keep I'll keep trying until it cuts out. We've been having GCI outages today. Uh, You're a little quiet. Okay, uh, this will be the best we can get. 
we had a lot of snow up here and darn near record level and what we what we had until recently was um just winter super late and cold temperatures and even the alaska range was all the way white say let's say a week ago um which it's usually not this time of year usually it's really browning up and not too much snow left between the alaska range and nikolai and just outside of mcgrath usually all that's brown across all that country but it had a ton of snow and we were worried about if it warmed up too fast that was going to be a lot of water um with nowhere to go but this last week we had perfect conditions really with uh just below freezing at night you know 25 to 30 kind of stopping that but then in the 40s during the days and windy and you could just watch that snowpack disappearing um we went from you know belly deep to waist deep on me um a week or 10 days ago to now in the woods or um out in the you know out in the yard even it's only shin to knee deep snow so we lost a lot and then the um the front side of the alaska range is mostly all brown now and mm-hmm. then that country you know farewell to nikolai and most of the way to mcgrath is kind of mottled brown and all the sloughs out in that country east of here are opening up and um so it, it's good progress but not too much all at the same time it's basically in my opinion looking pretty perfect to let things progress kind of nicely instead of all at once and then just we noticed just yesterday and today a big difference the river ice in the middle popped up you know probably you know two or three feet just real noticeably from the bank and the water along the edges is deep there's been nobody on there for about a week up here the water along the sides was too deep as soon as that center ice started popping but since it's uh since it's i think we're letting a lot of the water go underneath and i know you said you don't want you don't want a low water break up i don't i don't think that's super likely at least looking at the country around here there's still enough snow that you know if we if the ice up here starts going in the next uh, say seven to ten days probably seven days ish or something like that i think it'll be that kind of medium medium water level which would be good for at least us on this end since we flooded pretty bad last year the worst we had seen since uh we got over here in 2002 and it was definitely the worst flood last year but we had thick ice and a lot of snow and it went all at one time last year whereas we're watching it progress pretty good right now i'd say and then we had the other difference on the upper end of the river at least is uh had kind of a poor freeze up ice wise which is always bad for travel you know nobody can move around till christmas or something like that but now that we're talking about not wanting thick ice it's good news right it went from bad news back then to good good news now um even uh the north fork where you know the fabled black ice comes from that didn't freeze up very well until new year's up there so um there was a lot of snow up there i spent some time up there this winter and there was same you know uh belly deep snow and then some up there so there's there should be a lot of there should be plenty of water to flush that ice that there is and 
bring plenty of logs down to you guys, but um, uh, I don't I don't worry about too thick of ice coming from up there. Probably. Hmm. You you brought up a a thing a factor that we probably often don't think of the wind. It it does a good job on evaporating the snow. You know. Oh yeah, it's the best. As soon as it picked up a few days ago, that's what Holly and I were talking about. Is that that's absolutely perfect. Even though we don't like, we get spoiled up here because we don't usually have much wind. And I know down closer to the coast, everybody's used to wind all the time. But up here, it's usually nothing. You know, five miles an hour or less. And so usually we don't like working outside and much wind. But right now we like it. Bring it on. Brett, how thick is that ice in front of McGrath? Man, I don't know right now, Earl, but it was, I can tell you that um, every year there's several guys that take dozers across the ice here to go logging, either right here on the lower Takatna River or just across from the lower end of the runway. There's a big stand of white spruce right by Father Day's, Father's Day Slough, and uh, uh, Gary Egress was test drilling it mid to late March to go ahead and head over and go logging. And it was the first year that since we've been here that uh, it wasn't even thick enough for them to cross with the dozers in mm. March. So, mm. so nobody, nobody crossed with any heavy equipment, which for McGrath is weird because it seems like everybody and their dog has some kind of heavy equipment up here. Mm-hmm. since it's a mining community. Um, there's usually literally several logging trails right below town and across from town where everybody's dragging logs back and forth with dozers, and it was thin enough that uh, no one was comfortable with that. You know, it was instead of three feet plus, you know, it was two feet in the better spots in March, and less than that, like by the confluence of the mouth of the Takatna, you know, more like 18 to 20 even in March, which Mm. should have been pushing several feet. Yeah, that's nothing for March. Interesting, though. Yeah, well, we had no... No cold weather, a little bit right in December. And then I don't remember, you know, us up here, 40 below is super common, but this winter we barely had any and no prolonged stints longer than 20. You know, it mm-hmm. might get 20 below for a few days here and there, but uh, it wasn't like some years where all of January, all of February, and half of March is 20 below or colder. You know, it just we just didn't have that. Yeah, yeah. In, instead, it snowed. And just kept snowing and kept snowing and kept snowing. How does it look downstream from McGrath to the jamming area? Just right close here. I'm optimistic because for some reason, I don't know, the Corps of Engineers did a erosion control project here last summer, and they beefed up the lower end of the runway with some rock, and then they put some little rock spurs or little jetties, I think they call them something else, diverters, uh, in right above town. Uh, and I don't know if that changed the current or what it did. I guess that's what it's made to do to some degree, but right below town by our barge landing, which is just above one of the jamming areas, never even froze up until February. We're sitting there watching about a third of the river, or a quarter of the river was open all winter right there, which was weird. We hadn't seen that since we lived here. And it so it did finally heal up, you know, late in February and closed over. But that's already that's already open and uh, and eaten away. Uh, so if that starts cutting and opens up that spot, you know, right right below here by Father's Day where it jams the worst, um, that's actually nothing but good news for us. 
they said the Nikolai had gone out a little bit, and then how, how's uh, that water level there in McGrath? You say it's so low. Um, how low is that water? I would call it mid-range. You know, I would. Um, it's. Uh, I wouldn't call it low, um, but it's not. You know, it's. It's not. It's at the edge of the willow bars. You know, it's up in the edge of the willows. Um, out in front across from town you know i mean there's so there's there's some water it's not crazy high but i wouldn't call it all that low either and yeah nikolai went out but theirs isn't really a breakup so much as it it doesn't freeze very well there and it's pretty swift since it's so far up the river so it just kind of all of a sudden it's just open you know it stays open right above them all winter long Hmm. and that open leads just creep down and then and usually we're about 10 days after them and uh that that would mean we'd be we'd be breaking up in three or four days which is hard to imagine looking out here right now but if we got a couple more real sunny afternoons that could happen i guess but like today it's it's in the 40s but overcast and and uh pretty mellow today but i guess they were forecasting in the 50s for the weekend so maybe we could see some movement by late in the weekend some of the elders were on a radio show here somebody was saying that that they thought maybe it could go this weekend but i don't think it quite will i think more like middle of next week it's also important to note that uh that fast water up there in antioch too um it's really hard to predict when the ice goes out you can wake up in the morning and all that'll be gone yeah it could be solid and white and it could still move uh, yeah, but you you mentioned a Father's Day slew. So, uh, do you guys have Mother's Day slew too? <laughs> <laughs> well, we have uh, some people named a beach right across from there. Uh, a word that rhymes with itch, but I won't say it on the radio. <laughs> oh, no. So we oh, had no. Father's Day slew and itch beat. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, no no Mother's Day slew. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, do do you guys have anything for McGrath? I'm just wondering, um, is the Chakotna River open yet? Has it started to to shed ice? It's, no, but it's uh, right at right at the bottom edge of the mouth where the confluence is. It's there's a tiny open spot that's cutting, you know, from the bank out towards the confluence there, and and for three or four days, it's been super discolored over there. It's uh, it went from dark tan to brown over there at, right at the mouth, and I could see that eating out any day now. Um, you know, there's homesteaders that were needing to get back and forth to quit crossing that a week ago hmm. uh, or, or more. It's just, yeah, that that's going to go really quick. Do you have anything right. for you? Thank you. Yeah. Oh, I just had a comment. I appreciate the... Uh the observations closer to the lake um yeah nikolai we i guess we officially had it breaking up at on may 2nd so typically you were saying 10 days we put us may 12th so that right. would be what saturday About, yeah. right mm-hmm. yeah saturday yeah how does so the ice seems still fairly strong and intact or does it look like it's beginning it, just to rot away it seems pretty pretty intact you know not very thick but what is there the color wise looks intact uh, i was gonna fly last night and i didn't uh didn't put it together but uh um we'll do some more flying the next couple of days and 
and uh, maybe I could check in with the Riverwatch folks if they need that info if they're not coming up here. But um, yeah, I don't. It looks pretty good still in the middle to me. Um, like like we're more we're more several days than a couple days, you know. From but like like these guys said, it could go in a hurry, and I could be wrong, but. I don't see it happening over the weekend like the date would suggest. All right. Uh, we have another caller that's been waiting for a while. And there's got a question for Brett. Got a question for Brett. Anybody out in the boonies that we should be concerned about in case of high water? Mm. Uh, no, there's a couple families up to Takatna, but they're pretty, uh, they're well outfitted and uh, they've been through it before. They got canoes and kayaks tied to the porch and everything ready to go. So. Um, and nobody like between here and Stony, nobody, nobody remote like that this year. Okay, thanks. Thank you, Mark. Mark, Mark, Brett. Thanks. Hey, yeah. Uh, yep. Thank you. Thank you. Keep in yeah. touch. Yep. Good Will do. Thank uh, you, guys. The, lot, is there a trick to getting through? There's a lot of people saying they're calling over and over again and no answer. Yeah, we, we but we we have Napaskiak online. Uh, good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon. <laughs> uh, continuously call 275-65985, no answer, so I called the 800 number and it went through. Okay. Uh, but I'd like to ask Mark, since he flew yesterday upriver, uh-huh. uh, I know there are stretches where uh, there seems to be solid ice, you know, white. How many of those did you see going up? Okay, let me see. You know, the, probably the... The most deterioration was from Red Devil upstream, and there's actually a little bit of shifting and open leads below Stony. Um, they have all those rivers starting to pour water, and the, the Swift River was flowing wide open. Uh, Tatlowitzak hole it now. Is this look like it's just about ready to move? It had shifted a couple bends in, and then once you got below Red Devil, it it changed. Um, less water and more solid ice pretty pretty much all the way down um, all those tributaries were were low uh, Uluka, Komakowski, Oskowalik was a little bit high but not crazy high over the bank or anything um, Aniak River we crossed the Aniak River about halfway between Hooking Creek and Buckstock and it was low all the gravel bars were showing um, so it, it's pretty, pretty solid looking, uh, the areas where there was a lot of sand though was very different. Tulxac to Akiak, that area in there looked pretty badly deteriorated. Um, and then below Queesluk was pretty bad, um, and there's off and on sections above Bethel that were deteriorated and then solid um what else yeah yes, yesterday i know our slew here in the paskek uh always you know deteriorates fast but i went down uh by airport to go get some ice and top of that ice is soft you know we got to remember mm-hmm. this past winter um we had some good snow and then it rained on it mm-hmm. and that makes that top layer of ice uh softer than the original uh, frozen ice mm-hmm. which I imagine it's only what two to three feet deep 
uh, we didn't get that much thicker this year um, compared to uh, when I first moved here. Um, and I think the ice didn't go to nearly end of May that year. Mm. Um, I think it was 2013. Um, that was pretty thick ice back then, and we had a lot of, a lot of water back then. Uh, not like what I'm hearing on the radio. Um, it might be due to the uh, all the snow, uh, snowing and then melting and raining. You know, different kind of weather we live nowadays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got to remember too that uh, ice gets eaten from the bottom because yep. the water is warming up mm-hmm. and it seeps through. It might be the thickest and strongest site, but ice but it will still um eat through that and make it soft yeah we saw places so. especially below uh below napakiak where we we call it the ice was soaked mm-hmm. you know you could tell yeah. that tide water is warmer too you know come in strong tides we've been having yeah. uh maybe maybe the river watch guys want to add to what i described but uh geez it's steven you're starting to sound like elder <laughs> so yeah, up there uh, it was a good report from those headwaters further up, and you know, good to see here hear those reports. And hello to everybody on the Casco Kuma. Stephen. Good morning. Ah, I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. I Akhting Luni. A Puklangakan Makmana Am Chikum Kaingani Urus Hachuka Luni Pit Pijakokia Totten Akuna Pilchen. Yaka Akok Tanks Hoka Chiku Chakisamni Watam Tunatarla Titak Nalgamito Chikoka Painganiakani Lingasini Puklani Lan for Tikski Takan. They're talking about maybe like two feet of ice. Yeah. We were in the land of wood, man. You would have been <laughs> drooling. <laughs> uh, I'm hoping that our our partner from yesterday, Andrew Gusty Jr., will call in from Stoney. Yeah. Boy, we got off the plane there in Stoney, and it smelled so good. Uh, 
that you could smell the trees, you could smell the wood smoke, uh, birch wood smoke. Uh, yeah, just very, very different up there. Okay, good morning, David. David, oh, good you afternoon. On the, you the power situation there at the bus camp? Uh, speak up, uh, Earl. Yeah, just ask him about the power there. Are we up to speed on the power? Or we got no power? Oh, there. At this point, we got power, but it's been on enough since yesterday. Okay, that's better news than a couple days ago when we had no power. Yeah, you better come home right now. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Yeah, Kuya Nakpa. We have another caller from Oscarville. Good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon, Sam. Hi. Hi, Hi. Hi. Yeah, <laughs> Same thing what uh, Stephen was saying about the ice. This, this guy saying in Yupika, um, slush ice on top mostly. There was a guy that came down by snow machine on, on using, using the... the you know where it cracks up, where it builds the up. Tight the tight cra- yeah, yeah, grip. Yeah, the crack grip. That where it's pretty solid all the time. Yeah, he was using that and didn't didn't venture out into the main ice. So he made it all the way to here, but he's saying that it could very quickly turn into needle ice. Um, he, predicting about a foot maybe on the solid ice down there where it's still hard maybe like a foot not maybe not very much everything is soft on top so that's what uh, Stephen was saying too it's a lot of soft snow it yeah due to the snow melt the rain uh, that deteriorates really fast in 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 the in the springtime like this compared to the river ice that froze in the beginning, that's what we count on to, to stay hard for a while. Um, and that's what everybody's saying every, up and down the river. Um, it looks safe out there, but it really isn't. Um, because I've seen a lot of rotting too. And, and uh, I saw some open water on, on the tributaries where the ice, it's already broken up and it's flowing out. Um, 
but yes um but we we don't want to rule out flooding there the, i know it if we get our cart down then if it happens we'll be in trouble mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i always envy those villages that are on tributaries because they get to go boat riding yeah, first yeah max max must be boating right now too in kuchluk their ice is all gone is it yeah did you guys see that today uh, it looked to it, me like there is still there's, there's some still ice, ice. But, yep but they're boating. I know they are. Just upstream of the village is, um, mm-hmm. is open, but mm. packed right in front of the village mm. is still some ice. But if you were a, a good boater, you could get through that without much oh, effort. Oh, man. Hey, Mark. We know when, when, when I lived in Kalskag, we always had a competition who could get to Whitefish Lake first after the ice thinned out enough, you know, and sometimes the ice would run and then it'd clear up a little bit and we'd take off and duck into Whitefish Creek if it wasn't plugged up with ice. Because <laughs> whoever gets to go out there first, the birds aren't wild. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> yesterday I asked the pilot to detour a little bit so we could go check Whitefish Lake. <laughs> there's no, there's no water on the site. Yeah. No water. It only right by where the mouth is. Yeah. I saw some water yeah. a little bit. But uh, uh, t- can you turn that around? Let me read it. Um, welcome to listeners at KSKO McGrath. Malkin from Umtrechnik from Bethel. We're, we're welcoming you guys uh, for listening in for our talk show today. Um Earl, do you have anything to add on from Kodiak breakup over there? Well, I don't think there's any ice over here, but what uh, <laughs> I wanted to add on to what Upriver was saying, and we tend to forget this, is that the north bank is always the warmest. There's a reflection, and it, it, it melts out pretty fast. And we, we see that a lot around the Calskans area, the hillside area, up and down the Kusukwim, even up and down here in the Paskiak Slough. That north bank here is pretty thin and rotting out and uh, deteriorating quickly. The wind was mentioned, and I, I'm kind of thinking that's what's happened to us the last few days. When I went up to Bethel, it was windy. Remember two days mm-hmm. ago? It was yeah, windy? yes. The trail looked good, but the very next day, total different, totally different. And uh, so, some of the things the old timers used to say: conditions change every day. Mm-hmm. There, and we can see that there. You know, one day you think it's good, the next day it's totally different. And I was going to ask, uh, since that Hummer was brought up above Bethel, there's a vehicle on the ice. Was that still there? I, I'm hoping they made effort to get that off a few days ago. I haven't heard anything yet. Mark might Mark might have uh, better information. Hey, Mark, uh, they're asking about uh, early. Asking about the uh, Hummer by up up there. Is it still there, or did did they move it out? I don't know. We didn't see a vehicle on the river yesterday. I haven't seen any vehicles on and the I'm, river anywhere. I'm sure we would have noticed that. Uh, let me, yeah, we, we would have seen it. 
But yeah, remember, there was a couple days ago, and hopefully uh, there was going to be some effort to get it off. And upstream from that Hummer was an abandoned sewing machine that's been there pretty much all winter. Hmm. Um, those are some of the obstacles this year. You know, uh, it seemed like every year we, there was something out there. Mm-hmm. EFO, snow machines. Um, and at the end of the season, other people are tasked to try to get it off. Get them up, so. Already? I'm flipping through my pictures to see if there's any sign of it. Uh, just, a, just a note, too. I know our temperatures are a little lower. Things can change rapidly. Mm-hmm. If we get a 60, 70 degree temperature, it's going to be totally different. We're going to see that higher water, quick, more melt, and, and uh, we just, you know, got to see what happens. That up Upper aloft temperature is also also critical to watch. Yeah, a, a day like we're having in Bethel today, which might be war- the warmest day yet, things can change very fast. You know, you know how it is when you go hunting early in the morning and you yeah. come back in the evening, big difference. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then one other note too. Remember last year, uh, our breakup, our ice moved out before Antioch, and I, I'm kind of thinking that's something. We got to watch out for it too, and I'm hoping it does. It's a, it's a, you know, it's a blessing on our side that our ice goes out before upriver comes down. And living at the Pasquet, we watch the Pakiak ice, and if the Pakiak ice goes out, and yeah, same with Bethel, it's a, it's a blessing for us. Mm-hmm. But if the Pakiak doesn't go out and it starts jamming down below there. Above Napoxiak, Napoxiak, Bethel, you know, we'll, get, we'll get some higher water. So that's something we watch uh, down by Napoxiak. So just a note. Mm-hmm. Um, on, on, yeah, that's what, that's what I'm hoping for, too. That's what will happen, that uh, it, it this river will go out in sections. If that happens, then then uh, we'll we'll be looking at uh, a a better well better for us on on the lower end um, versus what's happening on upriver. Uh, but what worries me was th- all that jagged ice that was happening up in the middle Kaskaquim. Um, if 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 that's going to play a factor on the breakup, uh, you know that that's the value of people on the ground. From the air, it doesn't look so bad. You know, I was looking at that area right below lower, and it's it's really hard to tell from the air. Um, that's where the people on the ground calling in are, are very valuable. Uh, Uh, well, you guys were flying up up in the air. Uh, any significant Im- info? No, this uh, just really similar to what Mark said. Um, we didn't go up uh, as w- far as we did yesterday, but um, the from what we've seen so far, the most deteriorated ice is from Red Devil up. Um, there's uh, definitely some. Uh, some and, and then and then I remember this from last year too. Just 
really long stretches all the way down, um, you know, Crooked Creek and and past the Pine. I mean, like all the way down to Antioch. Uh, what the caller mentioned about kind of rotting ice up off a uh, upper Kalskag, um, and that area uh, is is also what we saw. Um, it does look a lot more sort of soft on top, you know, kind of ponded and perched on top. Um, we saw a little bit of um, kind of what might have been percolated water, uh, <clears throat> you know, near the bluffs, you know, a little bit more uh, rotting right in that area. There's water running along the bluffs, but there's really no current. I mean, the water is really low throughout that whole reach. Um, uh, solid white in most of the bends and most of the, the big bends that that I've been taught to pay attention to that that have um you know uh caused you know jam spots and jams and and floods to villages in the past um so i i think you know mark mark said it all and said it better than i did um yeah oh shucks for what he saw. <laughs> well one one thing i was watching for while we were flying yesterday was um, the water on the sides, and there was water along the sides in all, pretty near all the way down, but looking through the water to see if the ice was still connected to the beach. Um, and in most places all the way down, at least from Crooked on down, the, the main ice is still connected to the beach under the water. And, you know, you, you start to see them shore ice popping up. Mm -hmm. They're really dirty. We saw some of that at Stony. Mm -hmm. um, that's when the main ice is starting to get free floating. Uh, but I did see one time when the ice moved while it was still connected to the yeah. beach. So yeah. we can't be sure. I saw cracks along Kalskag. They, they jumped out at me today, and and I took those to be uh, cracks that formed um, as the water dropped, as it froze. And, and, but maybe it, again, it's so hard to tell some of this from the air. Uh, maybe it is starting to lift there and some of those cracks, um, could have, could be from that. Mm. Um, you know, they're, they're just right along the shore. And to me, it looks like, you know, as the, as the, the surface lowers and the water drops, um, after it's frozen up. Yeah. We like had it, a lot of that this winter. So that's, but I didn't notice and that as it, much yesterday. Because it froze so high, we started seeing the breaking off ice earlier. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Do we have people waiting? John, maybe talk a little bit about what you saw on the whole Lickner side. Because that's the, uh, a lot of times when the eight-mile jams up below Red Devil, it's a factor. Whole uh, is a factor for uh, crooked, I mean, Red Devil and the Sleep Butte when the water starts jamming and rising. How did that look? I didn't see, um, it looked very decayed through like the jam spot and eight mile um, by Red Devil at all. It, it looked pretty solid through there. When I think, when I say that it, it the, the most rotten kind of rotten ice was from Red Devil up. It's still really solid. It just is is uh there there's nothing open. Um and so I was looking back at photographs from some of the first Riverwatch flights we made last year. So that was around May first, April thirtieth, and we were there was a lot more uh water, open water kind of uh um 
uh, small ponds on the river almost from the top to the bottom than there is right now. So, so we really haven't even hit where we were, say, um, nine days before Sleep Mute uh, broke up last year with what I'm seeing uh, on the, the river today in the last couple of days. What's your prediction on that? Is that because of a cooler temperature? We're not seeing the uh, rise in the water? I think so. I think it's just it's been so cold up there that um, that when we would normally have melted, you know, snow melt um, or the snowpack and and had that snow melt runoff, that just hasn't happened. It's been it's been cold enough up high. Precipitation has come as snow, um, especially in the upper reaches where there's mountains, um, and uh, and it just hasn't allowed the 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 ice to start to rot. Um, you know, not really knowing and being able to see some of those smaller tributaries. I don't know when things uh, have have melted out, but they're they're not really pushing much water into the river. Even the Squawk, it is open, um, and and a lot of those are open. Uh, the I'll get it wrong, but the Holocook, um and and some of the rivers downstream from there are open, but they're. Um, uh, they're not pushing any water into the Cuscoquim at this point. It's mm-hmm. it's really just static and sitting there. Mm-hmm. And I think until we start to see some of that move, it's not going to start to separate and, and dissect the river ice and let it move um, in the main channel. In, in past years when we've had rapid <clears throat> meltdowns, we've seen those tributaries push water out so hard and fast that it flows right on top of the Cuscoquim ice, uh, you know, all the way across mm-hmm. the river. Uh, nothing, nothing, yeah. no, nothing. It's, it's probably being sucked under the ice. That's what. Yeah. That's, that's what's happening. Um, uh, do we have a caller online waiting? Aikitaki uh, to uh, Alan at Eniac. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon. <laughs> good morning. Uh, hello again. Uh. Hi, Mark. <laughs> Thanks for the pictures. Yeah, Alan and I, we, we talk every day all winter and all spring, and then when the fish come, we'll be talking every day again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I was just going to, uh, you know, um, Antioch River is open the Cushco Crim over 300 feet in front of Antioch. So that's wide open. It's getting close there, halfway on the... Oh, you, you mean 300 feet the width of the Cuscoquim? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that's, all the, way, that, that's, that's all the way down to uh, Bugs Landing. And uh, like you, you told me, it, uh, it followed the ice road and it, it opened up almost around the bend now. And, and uh, you know, I, like my c- c- cousin Walter said that lots of snow melt. You know, we've, we've lost almost three feet of snow really close, and there's been no runoff. So that indicates uh, Mother Earth is absorbing a lot of that water before letting it go down, which is a good sign. You know, even though we had eight, nine days of rain, it, it probably didn't reach the ground to, to coat it, uh, to, you know, so the, the, the water. 
Melting snow is being absorbed uh, really good. And, you know, the NAX flu right now has very good current. That means it's not plugged up. So that's a good sign. But it's so damn low, it's ridiculous. It's the rivers. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, I, I look across the, the river and I, I notice that uh, called Anchor Ice where it froze. Uh, one is really high. And it looked like it. Yeah, that's the yeah. Word. It raised up. It raised about two feet in a week. You know, maybe, uh, but it needs another three feet to get to uh, the uh, so-called anchor ice to break free from the uh, ground, and then your Kachukun will be free floating and can do something. And you know what? I'm gonna expect right here in front of Antioch, they're gonna have shifting uh, from the because of the Antioch River you know, taking out so much uh, ice that it'll it'll be able to uh, do something, you know. And not a not a good idea to go hunt down the slough when you get it shifting and ice ice that uh, plugs up the slough is so damn low, you know. You won't be able to come back up, you know. Just for reference, uh, how far from the dike down to the water level? Just, uh, just for reference. Oh, we, we still have a beach. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not even close to reaching the bottom of the dike. Huh? No. <laughs> Don't laugh. <laughs> Don't laugh. You might be screaming yeah. later on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it, yeah. it it's it's you know, you, amazing you know, uh, Mark, go ahead yeah you know the, the uh Antioch point you know in between the slough and Antioch river that's still there i mean it, it, it the willows are never reach the willows yet the water mm, mm. Well, there's a little bit of water around Stony. We'll see. We'll see. They they had a, like a four foot raise, vertical raise in the water level at Stony. Um, so maybe. Yeah, you know, uh, Mark. You know, up here in Antioch, when I build ice roads, I got pictures of uh, you know uh, sunny cam rocks. We, we see the ice frozen on the the uh, bluffs. It had dropped almost ten feet mm -hmm. during the uh, winter. Mm -hmm. uh, so you know, uh, it, it that's the anchor ice. You know that what's called your your black ice. That's what's frozen to the ground, and then after the ice goes, that's what comes up and starts drifting down with all that junk uh, connected to it, and make it really hard to see and heavy and hard and really mm -hmm. dangerous on boats, you know, at, right after the ice goes. Yeah, yeah. Back when everybody had wood boats, you know, man, they were terrified of black ice. You know, that oh, could yeah. destroy a wood boat. Not only that, that black ice is, you can't really see it if you're maneuvering there. You can hit that and uh, that motor will come flying out of the top over you. And you'll go be flying forward in front of that boat or even o overboard. So that black ice is dangerous. And if you're just a reminder, if you're going to be on that river, life jacket, you know, 
a must, you know. So maybe you start talk, getting that message out now, you know, foreboding life jackets can be using. Are, are are there many boulders up the Anyak River yet? I Dave Cannon put it on Facebook, and one day I, there was four different boats running around, and uh, um, it's there's there's your time to go get some good fresh ducks and geese, you know. And yeah, yeah. I I gotta tell you a quick story. One time, Carl and Angie called me, and they had one of their grandsons standing by the phone they said tell this guy these these boys not to go up the Antioch river it's too dangerous <laughs> i laughed i said uh, angie i can't tell them to do what i like used to like to do <laughs> 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 they'll be okay up there if the cusco can move they might get stranded for a few days but they won't they'll be fine they have lots of wood they just gotta go prepared to stay out an egg an extended time, you know, if they want to go up the tributaries while the while the Kuskokwim still frozen. Uh, yeah, I, I I couldn't tell them not to go. <laughs> <laughs> I remember a few times flying up there with that ice pack up below Antioch, and several of those guys were uh, stranded up the Antioch River, but they were safe and sound at some cabins. Mm-hmm. There are lots of cabins up there. Yeah. One time we got stranded in Jown up that lake. Uh, there were three of us boats we were trying to rush to Whitefish Lake and we didn't make it the ice started running so we ducked into Jownock and we stayed in there about three days but we it, we were fine you know but when we came out that upper end of the old river was still jammed and uh, Bumsy Jerry Simeon Jr. had come down from Antioch and Jockum we met Jockum coming out from his spring camp at the mouth of Discovery so we started uh, snaking our way through the jam, and, and Jerry Jr. was going back and forth at the top of the jam with his big boat, making waves, and little by little, we loosened that jam, and it released, and we all went home. Looks like we lost our caller there, uh, but we have another caller online from Jogakbalik. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Who's How this? Doing, Good afternoon. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been watching the river every day. The water's been coming up. And the water's up to the willows up here. And yeah. the snow really melts. It melts about three feet, almost three feet. So I can walk around through the woods now. Mm. With the snow. How about Mission Creek? We had a report this morning that it was really roaring out we didn't see that so much yesterday oh yesterday it was really it was really roaring down the road here too it was melting so fast when the sun was out but this morning it it, it had freeze and i went checking are you there what's going on Yeah, Okuna uh, Herald from Chokhbalik. If you can, if you hear us, can you call back? You got, uh, we got cut off. Um, but uh, we're we're kind of having some uh, technical difficulties here. Um, but on that roaring, uh, the kind of interesting to hear to hear because of. Ikitaki, put them back on. 
You're back on air, Harold. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I went down this morning. The water was frozen, and the water didn't rise much. So, and this afternoon, it started raining a little. So, when it started raining, it started melting fast. So, I went down the river maybe four four days ago, and it was slush on top of the ice. And that was my last trip to the fish camp. I hauled up my generator and brought it up. So, but there's a lot of snow up here at the mountains. You can you can look at the mountains still white. Yeah, yeah, the Russian mountains and the Horn Mountains, same way. Yeah. Uh, all the even the low hills still. And yeah. yesterday, as we were flying, I was making sure that I wasn't looking only at the south side where it always melts, but looking at the north side and the south sides and. Yeah, they they have snow everywhere yet. Yeah, not lots, but you know it's going down slowly. Yeah, remember how the height uh, freeze up last fall? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the water raised up pretty much, and uh, past the beach over here, so the water's up to the willows up here. Okay, so you're getting close to about where it froze last fall. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. There's ice popping up. But it looked, when I was on top of the hill, I could look across the river and it looked pretty solid on the other side. So. You guys haven't had any bear trouble uh, in town? Yeah. No? Yes? No. Okay, good. Yeah. Is, 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 are you seeing any traffic on the ice there? No. Or have they, have they all together stopped too, going they on the ice? Stop. Good. It's yeah. good to hear. So I'm happy that nobody's traveling on there. Cause on the side, there's too much water trying to go out, and the ice broke on the sides, and they float, and it looks level all the way across. I just got a text from one of those young fellows that was boating up the Antioch River. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, he one, said one really low. Yeah, when I was young, I, you know, I used to go spring camp up on that every year. Mm-hmm. So if I had my own boat motor, I would have been up there already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good to live on a tributary. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Mom has been talking about you, Mark. She always wants to get your phone number. Oh, well, you, sh you should know my number, huh? I, I got your manager's number, so maybe I can get it from him. Okay. All right. So, so I'll call Stanley and ask him for your number, and then I can probably let him talk to you. Okay, good. You, you have, uh, Earl. Do you have any anything for Jochbalk, Harold? Uh, no, but uh, thanks for the call, and uh, try to be safe out there. Yeah. What, about, what about you, gentlemen? Harold's in the village that never floods. If they flood, man, we're all in yeah. big trouble. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, information is very, very valuable. Mm -hmm. I, have, yeah, I have one question for you. When you yeah. talk about how the water has come up on the Kuskokwim uh, to the freeze-up water levels from its lowest point this winter, how much, how how high has it, or how much has it changed since um, since then? Like, what is that? What is that elevation difference? Right now, we can't even get out to the ice uh, unless we go a little bit further up to the first uh, where you can go out to the river. But right in front of the village, it's 
searched much water, you wouldn't be able to make it out. Mm. Got it. So, Unless they're on a boat, maybe kayak. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we did see that it was it was open right in front um, when we flew past today. So, but uh, mm-hmm. I was sitting down there earlier, and I was sitting down there watching ice and watching the water. I can hear the ice crack. So there's some ice popping up someplace. The anchor ice is, yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and sometimes they come shooting out of the water, kind of surprise you if you're sitting quietly, and come out like a yeah, like an old like whale. A, yeah. <laughs> usually right below truffle, because always right below that sunbar, you usually open up first. Harold, if you have, if you don't have anything else, we have another caller online waiting. Oh, okay. You guys have a good day. Yeah, okay. Keep in touch. Yeah, time up Una uh coming down to to the last ten ten oh man ten minutes. Yeah. And we have Ivan from Bethel. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, River Watch Committee. <laughs> 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 and all the people on the Kaskukun. Yeah, I I I I was uh on the river yesterday, snow machine to Swalby and uh I recommend no more uh, travel on the river. Yeah. And that goes for our hunters and people coming to Bethel. After being on it, uh, enough Eli words and uh, <laughs> <laughs> man, it's rapidly on the sandbars and a uh, lot of holes on the Swalby side. And took reminded me of that... Uh, Sand blowing in January, mm-hmm. and that's what's rapidly deteriorating all the mirrors that got sand blown. And he rem- he reminded me of that, but uh, pretty black on the Joe Pete side. And uh, I want to take off my uh, net rope. I almost go and walk when I thought of my dad's words. Use your ice pick. Mm-hmm. When it went down on that. Uh, on the needle ice. It's already needle icing, so uh, it went down maybe uh, two and a half feet and it stopped. And so uh, it's rapidly uh, deteriorating and uh, it's time to stop travel. Uh, but I hate to say that to the people that still got their nets on the river, time to take them out. Uh, I believe in time to. Remind the young hunters, time to stay on the land, Nunapik, uh, and, and watch these uh, lakes on the tundra that have no de- drainages. Those are rapidly deteriorating too when they're deep. And they got that fake look of uh, safe white ice, so avoid those. And uh, like that McGrath man stated, and uh, yeah, climate change and what I call backwards uh, breakup, what I mean by that, we'll have breakup and it won't kind of flood. But afterwards, we'll have that rapid snow melt, and that's what causes high water now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what uh, climate change is doing to us, I guess. But anyway, uh, it's time to get prepared and uh, tie up your boats. 
You're valuable and get your engines and outports ready and uh, time to get ready anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, no more travel on the river. I That's my recommendation. Okay. Uh, hello to everybody and I never have some Kuslik or Akiak or Tulaksak. That's right. The Pakiak calling? They've been trying. We've been having trouble with people getting through. Or there's people from Stony River trying to call. Oh, yeah, uh, I better hang up and uh, listen to them then. Uh, on. If he can get through, I was... Thanks, Yvonne. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we have another caller from here, from Bethel. Jack, good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, thanks, you guys that are uh, calling in and... Uh, Earl and uh, you guys giving your presentations. I, I'm just calling for. Uh, uh, we do have uh, uh, supports at this time uh, with uh, Black Hawk helico- <coughs> helicopters based here in Bethel. Uh, reason why I'm calling this is uh, at times during dire emergencies when they're called in, sometimes uh, these uh, black hawks land on uh, in remote places or villages, everything. There's a lot of great danger for people that are not aware of dangers approaching these uh, rescue helicopters once when they're la- they've landed where rescues are occurring. The main safety reasons, and these National Guard uh, veterans can teach the community members the safest ways to approach these uh, helicopters is to never run, run to these helicopters if you've never been around them. Uh, you have, once they landed, pick somebody from uh, military service like this National Guardsman that flown around with these uh, helicopters. Wait, wait for the directions from pilots, co-pilots, or crew chief to approach from the front. And only these people ask to approach should do so. With that uh, said, and then we're really uh, glad to have Bethel uh, Airboat here. Uh, the last few days we checked it out on the River Ice and Diesel. We appreciate these guys that are really training hard with it and being prepared. We also got, we're trying to start uh, we each have contacts with uh, SARS from villages. Uh, we each have contacts. I got one home that's constantly, we each have uh, radio that constantly on channel 68. Radio, just, just in case. So, thanks guys for being on the air. I'm still listening here on the radio. Thank hey, thank, thank you, Jack, and thank you for bringing up that airboat. Yeah, this is the time of the year when it's a really valuable tool. 
from search and rescue and, and just made possible through the support of the region that, that region. contributed to to the purchase of that airboat yeah. I, I if I remember correctly we got uh, s- some amount of money coming from Donland Donland too towards towards that and VFW mm. was another big contributor for that boat mm. uh, so thanks to everyone that has made it possible for for that to happen I know it costed a pretty money to get it here um, but we have we have a few minutes left five minutes and and uh closing uh closing remarks maybe at this time do we do we have any callers online waiting so yeah maybe we better wrap it up here and not take any more callers um because we only have four minutes left so closing remarks there earl thank you uh, i just want to thank all the callers and uh the message is breakup is happening you know, it's uh, we might not see it as fast as we'd like it to, but it started. It started up at uh, Nikolai. McGrath is uh, happening there, melting, but still uh, a lot of activity yet. Stony River is happening. Um, water come up a little bit. Further down the river, Antioch. You can see the Antioch River and Slough are opening up and even making its way down out into the country Quim, so something could happen out in front of Antioch any time. Kalskag is a little slow down there. Water's low too, but uh, but I, I'm liking what I'm hearing. The snow is melting slowly, slowly, and not at a rapid pace. And giving it time to drain. Uh, Tulixac, I know that slough is rotting out, and uh, brown water. Those are the first. Same with Quiklook. Our Napaskiak slough is also rotting out. Uh, up and up, especially uh, upstream from Napaskiak. Uh, Custer Quim is mushing. Last week I had, uh, I had mentioned I had got out there and drilled a hole out there. It was uh, 38 inches. But just from that time, uh, every since the last time we talked last week, I noticed the top of the ice had melted down at least 6 to 8 inches, depending on, what, on where you're at. So a lot of activity yet to come. If you're boating, remember to use your life jacket. Thank you. Hey, thanks, Earl. Mark. Okay. Yeah, I want. I wanted to close by expressing our appreciation again to the River Watch program for uh, bringing us along yesterday, and I wanted to leave the listeners with a memory of of the service that we used to provide in the past when Earl was flying for the troopers. You know, he had they pretty much let him use that plane whenever needed during breakup, and Earl and Peter and I would jump in the plane daily and fly the river and that plane was equipped with a good VHF and Peter would be relaying play-by-play in Yupik to the people along the river uh, and, and occasionally we'd stop in, in a village and pick up another local observer maybe Max or Willie in Tulksack and and then uh, at the end of the flight Earl would climb way way up there and he'd slow the plane down and circle a long slow circle and he'd get on the VHF and he'd recite. I always was impressed by Earl's memory, recite everything that we observed on that flight. And the whole region was listening. So, yeah, those are the good old days. How, Peter? Yeah, Koyana Mark, sir? 
I would just like to thank um, the the community out here and the communities out here for inviting us to come back out and being so welcoming um, and and teaching us about uh, you know your region and uh, and showing us you know what matters to you. Um, we you know we wouldn't be here if um, if we didn't think it helped you and your communities on the Kuskokwim to um, to be aware and and hopefully be prepared uh, for floods um, in in the the unfortunate possibilities of, of uh, you know floods during breakup. So yeah. we just thank you for for inviting us. Yeah, Kuyana for being here and you. Yeah, Ditto, thank you for welcoming us too and teaching us um, every little bend and every little place on the river that's important to you, uh, the folks out here. Um, we're going to be flying until the ice is out, until we feel the, the, the flood threat is no longer there. So mm-hmm. we'll be here through at least, um, you know, middle, if not uh, end of next week. Yeah. Um, Father's Day slew. That's a new one to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Mother's Day is what this coming Sunday. Yeah, yes. yeah. 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 Uh, Swift River, Holitna, Tamakuta, Tamai, Talawaksaka, Tamakuchikuitaka, um, Unnut Makamakshutin Tamakuta, Tawab Makronani, Unasukuskokpak, um, Ili Arnari Luni, um, Mamdu Matum Ramka, a monk, chicken, kame, chukka, gunai, a serutra, um, chiku perasu, awai, ilita kayaga, lunipishamine, about a foot, um, nunini, mum, tuta, lunitilrera, nunk, chukka, tuka, kaimikunang luni, a chimikunshipemi, chuka, lunipuk, tanghot, tanghotsum Naluni let's not let our guard down uh, anything can happen um so uh, and like what Earl said uh, Put on life jackets if you're going to be going out there. Uh, be safe, everybody. Go on, Kwa. Bihji. I said goodbye too fast.